Welcome back to another episode of Interview You. This is your host, Lewis Shine, and I have a special topic that I want to talk about today that is near and dear to my heart that I've been doing for over 10 years now, and that's uh, using social media um, to enhance what you're doing as a coach as well as your team. And uh, I want to talk through kind of how I've used social media over the years. And, um, you know, the other day I had a a really great session with a number of coaches on uh, on my Facebook Live, and we talked about social media and how it can enhance, you know, what you do for your team as well as your personal branding as a coach. And so we want to talk some about some of those things today. Um, but first and foremost, I want to uh, um, bring light to a um, shooting machine that um, I've been privileged to use um, as a coach. Um, you know, as coaches, you know, we always want to keep our game sharp because we're always dealing with the players. And so when I was a division one, um, associate head coach, I had an opportunity to, uh, use our Dr. Dish machine that uh, we had there that we owned. And, uh, um, it was amazing. You know, sometimes I caught myself getting on myself and, uh, you know, getting some shots up as well as I'll walk in the gym on days off or, after practices and our players would be shooting with our Dr. Dish machine. And it's an amazing machine. It's versatile because what I found out is that it's not just a machine that will shoot balls out to you that you can just get shots up. Um, but it's a versatile machine that you can use for a number of things. And one of my favorite things to use it for is an outlet pass because I'm, I'm typically a, a person that, you know, I believe in the fast break and getting the ball out on the outlets. And so whenever you can do drills to simulate, that when you may not have all of your players there, you may have one or two players and you just want them to be a recipient of an outlet pass. You know, the Dr. Dish machine can do that for you. Um, you know, so it's an amazing machine and um, it fits my needs and, as a coach. And so, um, you know, there's top programs in the country that that use this same, you know, same machine um, with this technology. Duke, North Carolina, Baylor, Florida and countless other um, programs that use this and it's a it's a great tool it, it worked for me as a division one associate head coach and, and i believe it'll work for any coach that's listening so um you know if you're in the market for a shooting machine um, check out dr dish um they're revolutionizing the industry it is an amazing um, technology that they use and um learn more about um just the different machines that they have um, by visiting their website drdishbasketball.com that's dr dish basketball.com and also take a look at what they're doing on social media they're doing a lot um on their twitter their instagram they're, they're always posting different content to help you um as far as you know with the game of basketball trainers they're they're bringing people on to speak um they're really doing a lot of great things in the space of basketball um which includes their machine they have different workouts that they put on there that's using their machines and um it's some amazing stuff so make sure you go to um, visit them on social media as well. Dr. Dish B-Ball. That's Dr. Dish B-Ball on Twitter and Instagram. And we'll be talking more about them um, in, the, in, in, in episodes to come because they're doing a lot of great things. And I'm, I'm so grateful to um, be working with them and um, they're a great company and a great foundation. And, uh, you know, the products that they're putting out are, are, are A1, top of the line. So um, check them out. Website as well as on their social media. But let's get into this topic that uh, I am so excited about, social media. So I've used social media for years, years, years. My goodness, uh, I've used social media with myself in terms of posting things as far as training, because I've always been a trainer, um, not only off the court with people that 
do not play sports, but as well as with athletes. And uh, it's always been a medium for me to post things like that. And um, also, um, I own the pro basketball team. So, you know, with having a pro basketball team, you know, you have marketing, you have a marketing budget. And so, you know, I got away with social media being a platform to where I could get everything I needed to get done, done. And, you know, I operated with little to no marketing budget. I didn't spend money on it, you know, because social media, if you, if you know how to work in it, if you learn how to work in it and invest time there, uh, it can meet your marketing needs, honestly. So, um, it's definitely something that you don't want to pass over. Um, it's a resource and, um, I, I believe that it can really, really help you. So just want to talk about a few things that, um, I think can, uh, um, help you in what you're doing. Let's talk about the, uh, brand of a coach, you know, as a coach, one of the things that I've tried to do, especially, um, coaching at the division two level and at the division one, um, is, you know, just kind of post the things that I do, you know, with me being a player development coach, um, you know, at the division two level, I ran all of the individual workouts. And so there will be times that I would uh, film the individual workouts and I would post them, you know, and I think that's a good thing because not only do the people that are watching your, your social media get to see what you're doing on a day to day basis, but it's a way that you can brand yourself so that not only the people that you know can see you, but the people that you don't know can see you um, because you never know who's watching, you know, your next employer a year or two from now can be watching you. Um, you know, a sponsor can be watching you. Um, somebody that may have a recruit for your program can be watching you. And this is an opportunity for them to check out your page as a coach and see what you have. What, what, what are you doing? What, what are his tendencies? Is he a trainer? Like, you know, is he a sincere guy? And so, you know, your, your, your social media is a online resume. So, you know, um, things that are on your resume, highlight those things. If you, if you just got a new coaching job, put those things up. Um, if you are a specialist at, at the, the jump shot, or if you have a, a special, um, thing that you do, as far as your training, like you do jump training, you, you know what I'm saying? You nutrition, whatever may be your niche, um, or your genre of, uh, work, you know, post that, you know, within coaching, um, you know, if you've had success stories, you know, you've helped several players make it to the NBA or you've helped some some players make it overseas or um, you were the reason a player, um, a, a big part of a player making first team all conference. Make sure you post those things because those are your successes and that's your resume. And, you know, on your resume, that's on paper that you send out to people. You know, that's not going to say everything. That's not going to say, hey, I I help these 20 players um, make it, make the all conference team. But when you, you know, and you know, of course people are going to be watching, uh, what you do. And if an employer looks at your resume, they're going to go to your social media. So let your social media be an extension of your resume. Um, let it be your resume brought to life so that people can go there and, and they can see who you really are. Um, and then as they go there, one of the things you want to do is, in my opinion, is make your social media handles your real name. Um, you know, Instagram, Twitter, 
Facebook, YouTube, those are my power four. Um, if you if you're not on one of those and you're a coach and you're trying to get your name out there and and, and you know, you want to be seen by by employers and different people, um, you definitely want to make sure that your social media is not only your real name, but your handles are your real name. So for me, um, if you go to any of my social media ha- uh, pages, my name is Lewis Shine across the board. Why do I do that? Because number one, it's going to make it easier for people to find me. Number one. Number two, it's going to make it easier for people to just put my name in any platform and I'm going to show up. So I'm not on Twitter as Lewis Shine, but I'm on, you know, Instagram as a as coach 4565. You know what I mean? So you want to you want to get some uh, similarity going between your social media platforms so that it can be easy for uh, coaches to find you, future employers to find you, recruits to find you, uh, old high school friends, <laughs> whoever it might be, you know, um, it just makes it easier all around the board for people to find you. Um, and therefore you become more visible also, um, on your social media, when you look in your bio and you guys could take a look at my bio at Lewis shine on Twitter, Instagram. One of the things I try to do is I, I just try to highlight, um, give them a brief description of what I've done. So, you know, I believe on mine right now is, is former D1 associate head coach, uh, former D2 head coach and assistant coach, uh, former pro team owner and general manager. So that just gives the viewer or the your visitors just a, a snippet of, OK, this guy is he's a coach and he's done. He's been a division one associate head coach. He's also been a, been a division two head coach and assistant coach. He's been a pro head coach and assistant coach. And he's also uh, owned a basketball team and been a general manager. So, um, you know, I brief this real briefly. I put it there um, and then I have my website on there. So if you all have a website as a coach, which I think every coach should have a website, especially if you're trying to grow in the game. And then if you have a product or um, you, you've done something where you, you go and do speaking engagements or anything like that. You definitely want to have a website because now, you know, as people, uh, visit your social media pages, then they can even go further to go to your website where you may have products, where you may have free resources, um, and things like that, or a podcast. Um, those are the types of things I have on my website. So, if a person is interested in you more, they can go and get more information. So um, you want to make sure that as people come to your page, um, that they have um, the information that they need, um, you know, from your bio and then your posts. So when you put your posts up, explain what you're putting up. Hey, this is the defensive drill um, in this drill. Um, I'm working with my current player, so and so. And what we're working on is. And you post some of those things and and post them, you know, and now some other posts, you might just show your family and different things like that. But you want to make sure that you, you know, put your career out there. What are you doing? Um, Put pictures of, hey, just got to the office today. We have a great day ahead. You know, uh, we're working on A, B, C and D today. You know, just different things about uh, what you're doing. And, And a lot of times that's what I tried to do as I coached just to give people a snapshot of the order or an inside view of my day. Um, another thing that as a coach that you want to do is make sure that you're posting some of the things that your athletic department um, posts, you know, so if there's a, you know, or your or your basketball 
um, whoever's running your social media for your basketball. It may be you. But, you know, I ran the social media for my Division One team and my Division Two team. So um, it was pretty easy for me because anytime I posted things for the women's basketball team, I would post things for I would post those same things on my page. And what that does is there's a buy in there. You know, um, anytime we have a success, we win games. I'm going to take that same post and put it on my page so that my audience can see what we're doing and my audience can see the success that we're having. Um, and that shows that that shows your athletic department, your your boss, your athletic director, your, your president. It just shows for you. It shows that you're bought into what's happening and you're celebrating it. Um you know, alike. So, um, just far as a, a, your brand, you want to make sure that, um, as a coach, you're putting things up there, you know, your profile picture, make sure it's your, your, you know, sometimes you can take it from your web, from your school website and you can put it up and, uh, with a tie, suit and tie or, 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 or a dress or whatever you might be wearing in your, your, your school picture, put that same picture up or some kind of professional picture so that, um, you know, you can just have some professionalism with it. Um, even if you got to get somebody to uh, design something and more on the design side, I'm talking like a cover picture on, on, on Twitter or, or, or LinkedIn or, um, Facebook, uh, you just want to make it look professional. And those are some of the things that I can help you with as well. Um, and so, you just want to have that professional look because, you know, when you, when you get hired by a school, there's, there's so many people coming to your page. And a lot of times, uh, we don't, they may not even reply. They may not even like anything, but there's a lot of people that come across your page, um, that you may not even know. And one of the things my mom always told me back in the day was you never know who's watching. There's always somebody watching. And, and there's so many stories I have where people have been watching and you don't even know, but they might not like your, your post or they might not share it, but they've saw it. They, they've been to your page. And so, um, those are just a few things as far as a coach that for me, I would look for, um, just make sure your, your page is sharp, professional, um, great cover pictures, uh, great content, um, uh, posting, not only things about yourself or your family, or, uh, you do some community service or you go do a speaking engagement, post a clip for that, you know, um, also make sure you mirror what your athletic department and what your team is doing on their social media. That doesn't mean you have to share it all, but at least share a few of the things, you know, um, or when you win a game, you know, share that, um, you know, one of your players makes an all academic team for the conference, share that, you know, um, so that she can be celebrated or he can be celebrated amongst your peers, you know, um, and that helped that turn, that in turn helps you because that's part of your brand because you were a part of that success. Um, so, um, that's just a few things with the coaching side. Um, you know, I want to get over into, the team side, um, the team side is an uh, amazing thing. And, and before I get off into the team side, one more thing with the coaching side, you know, um, you know, I started, um, you know, my website some months ago, um, around October, November. And right before that, you know, I got on Twitter and I shared a coaching timeout template that I created when I was at Winthrop. And I just got on there for the purpose of just wanting to share and, and it, and it went viral and I was able to um, share that with a number of coaches. And so, you know, if you have those kind of things, you know, you want to share, share what you have done in the game. And, and, and a lot of times, you know, even think of things that you can do to give back, you know, share some tips and different things. Um, 
because that's always a good look. That's always a good thing. We don't want to give away all of our good stuff, you know, of course, but, you know, I love giving back. And because I've given back, I can't tell you the countless people that have, you know, been across my page that they see my page and they ask questions and different things or may want certain materials or may wonder why I might be saying a certain thing or doing a certain thing. And, you know, it's amazing. And so, you know, that's more the reason why, you know, if you're you're in any coaching position, you know, having that social media and having your social media continue to look sharp and and, and have great content is, is very important um, because, you know, it might be somebody that goes across there and sees it. And uh, that might be your next employer or that might be someone that wants to just bless you, you know, or something like that. And or send a recruit your way or, you know, want you to come and speak somewhere. So you definitely want to be represented well on your social media because it's marketing. It's free marketing, but it's your online resume. And so um, let's jump over to the uh, team. Um, social media in, in conjunction with a team. Um, I've I've had a lot of experience with this. Um, like I say, one of my favorite things to do and one of the favorite things that I wanted to get my hands on or at least be a part of um, when I coached at the Division One level and the Division Two level is the social media pages. Um, the social media pages, you know, for a team, uh, it, it's an amazing thing because it's connected with so many people. Um, you know, in the beginning, of course, you have to build it to that. But you know, when I first look at a social media page and I'm a part of a college team, um, you know, I'm looking at number one, uh, my fans, you know, the fans of the team, uh, the, the fans of the team can come in many categories uh, that can come in alums, those people that played in your program before you were there. Um, it can come by way of uh, parents of your current players, your current players. It can come by way of faculty and staff, uh, student body. Um, this can also come by way of the community that your school is in, um, you know, that's directly around the university or your institution. Um, and so you have a number of different wells that you can pull from or groups of people that you can pull from to begin to build your brand. And so um, to do this, um, you kind of want to start where you are. You know, you want to get your, your your players that are in-house on board with what you're doing. Um, on your social media. So ask them to share things. You know, when you put a flyer up for the next home game, ask them to share it, you know, because they already have a natural um, group of people or an influence that um, that's already there. And so if they share it, you know, their people are going to see it and it works great because they're on the team. So, you know, when they share things, it just shows their connectivity um, and their buy-in to what's going on. And so you, you definitely want to have your players buy in and another way to have your players buy in to um, the social media, um, you know, platforms that you have there at, at your institution or your school or your pro team, whoever may be listening, um, is to put great content out there, um, put great content out there. We know today that players, um, athletes of all ages are they're on social media. You know, they, they, they go to social media before they go to a dot com. Um, it's, it's, it's the popular thing to do. So if you're putting great content on there, your players are going to love it. You know, I, I've, I've done this for some years and putting great content on there. They love that kind of stuff because they're, they, you know, it, it's just appealing. And so, um, they will share it. They will comment. Um, you know, and it, this is why it's more important. This is why it's so important to celebrate your players on there. So, 
If you have birthdays, make a list of birthdays of all of your players and coaches. And when those birthdays happen, celebrate them with a nice graphic that you can put on Instagram, Twitter um, and Facebook. And so that that will allow everybody else, everyone else to celebrate them, whether that's alums, whether that's sponsors or um, supporters of the program or faculty and staff or um, other coaches in the program or parents back home or um you know, fans all over, alums that haven't played there in 20 years, but they can go on there and see like, oh, somebody has a birthday. Let me say something. Um, that's just a way to get your players to buy in because, you know, if you celebrate people, everyone loves to be celebrated. And so that's a way for you as a coach and, and, and you as a team to um, celebrate the players that you have there. And, and, you know, when you celebrate players on social media, that just helps with the buy in. Um, that, you know, you're showing them love and, and they're going to show you love back, you know? And so, um, you know, doing that on social media is great. Other things that you can do on your team, social media, um, you can showcase alums. So, um, you know, if you have an alum that's doing something great or they're coaching somewhere now, or they're playing overseas or they're playing pro ball of some sort, showcase them on there so that, um, not only your players can see it, but the alums can see it. And that makes an alum feel proud when in a program, um, your alum, um, has sees something that's posted about them and they're over in Australia playing ball. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. My program is still thinking about me. Um, and so, you know, that kind of stuff helps in the future when it's like a, ask now and then you're you you having to ask for something hey can you guys support what we're doing and you've been showing love through social media because everybody can touch social media you know um it's easier than sending letters it's easier than you know sending a whole bunch of emails which is still good too but you know social media is kind of the thing and so you want to celebrate your alums on there you want to celebrate your coaches on there you want to celebrate any successes um that is going on in your program um, you also want to take the time to celebrate other programs, you know, so if you have your baseball, football, uh, the other basketball team, you, uh, soccer, any other sports that are are in your um, in your athletic department, when they do things, when they win a championship or when they win a big game, you know, shoot a tweet out. Hey, congratulations to our soccer program. Uh, they won a big game last night. Shoot it out. You know, it's just a way to connect with the right people um and and to shout them out and they'll connect back with you um and it's a simple thing to do another group of people like i always talk about the group of people your faculty and staff you know um the last institution that i was coaching at um i had we had about 1300 faculty and staff and so to get them attracted to your social media there maybe have to be a strategy maybe uh, twice a month, you go and get a table in the student union and your, your table is for your team and you guys sit over there and get people to follow you. And then anybody follows you, you give them some candy or, or you can do a grander plan, but you know, just something that's simple that now you're trying to grab people to buy into your social media and follow you. So that now when you say, Hey, we got a big game tonight, now it's going out to everybody that's following you, or at least it has the opportunity to be seen by their eyes on your social media. 
I think it's a very great thing. And so um, those those areas that I named earlier, um, you know, you got your students, you got your uh, you got your alums, you got your faculty and staff, you got your student body. Um, you have your, um, you know, the other coaches. I, I can remember one time I was going around when we first started our social media page um, and I went around to the coaches and asked everybody to follow us, you know. And so sometimes you have to guerrilla market. You have to just go at it like, hey, I don't care. I want to just ask people to follow our pages, you know, um, and then you go follow other people's pages as well. So, um, you know, you like I said, I'm going to go down that list again. We have your current players, you have your former players, your alums, uh, you have your supporters, people that sponsor your team. You want to follow them. You want to get all your coaches on board, um, other coaches in the athletic department. Um, you have faculty and staff across the campus. You have student body across the campus. Um, you have um, also your community that you're in. Um and sometimes it may seem hard to get all of those people, but what you want to do, you want to do small things too. And, and uh, one of the smallest things that you can do to get people attracted to your social media so that when you put messages out there, the more people that are following you, the better response you'll get. You know, it's, it's playing the percentages. But um, one of the things that you want to do is make sure that your social media uh, either icons or handles. So a Twitter, Twitter logo, Instagram logo, Facebook logo. If those are the three that you're on, um, make sure that you have those, at least those on everything that goes out of your office, whether it's a business card, an outgoing email, whether that is a stationary because you're sending out letters to recruits, uh, whether that is a billboard you're putting up, a poster, Make sure everything that will be seen by people that has anything to do with your program or you as a coach, you have your social media represented on there. And then the best thing, like I say, you could put those logos of the social media handles or if it were me, I would also put my handle. So at Lewis Shine, I would have that on there. That just helps people, because if you put just the Twitter logo, the Instagram logo, Facebook logo you know, they still may not connect the dots and they'll put your name in probably. But if they have the handle, it makes it a little easier for them. So that's one of the things that you really want to do, because now you increase the visibility of, hey, I'm on social media. And when people see those icons and your your handle, they know exactly what it is. They know exactly what that means. And some people may not know, but many people know what that means now. That means that you're on there. And so they're going to go check out your page and. So that's one of the things that you can do. Uh, one of my favorite things is putting it on my email because uh, the, the way I put it on my email is I'll put the I'll put Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. But most e most emails, you know, I had Microsoft. I, I had Outlook. And so that allowed you to hyperlink like I can put I could put Twitter like T.W.I.T.T.E.R. But I can highlight it and hyperlink it. So all they had to do is click on Twitter and it'll take them to my page. So I made it a little easier for people. They can just go to my page and they're already there versus trying to go and type it in and find me. I, I took it a step further. It helps them to go directly there. So we send so many emails as coaches. And so to have our social media handles on there, um, that will increase the traffic to your social media. So, so far, what we've talked about was coaches having social media to help their branding. and you know, like I say, your, your, your 
social media handles that are really the best ones to have is your Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, that, and, and that also goes for your team. Those are the best social medias to have. So we, we've talked about coaches as far as using social media for the branding and far as with a team also outside of having Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, I believe that if you can handle it and you have the manpower and you know, you may already have someone running your social media, but if you as a coach are responsible for it and you have the help you need as far as an intern or team manager, I believe that it, it is also um, amazing to have a YouTube page for your team. Um, one of the best teams in the nation that I've seen as far as doing a, a YouTube page is Duke men's basketball. Now they have a pretty sweet um YouTube page where they put things on there behind the scenes type stuff. It's pretty cool. Um, and so, you know, having a YouTube page is amazing because now it takes, it takes a team from the element of just having like a post here, post there, whether that may be like a minute or two or something like that on, on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. But now you could put extended type of behind the scenes or game clips, um, you know, you could do a little longer type of uh, video um, on YouTube. And um, some of those things you can put on the other social media pages, but having that YouTube presence, I think is good too. And here's why I say that. I say that because here, you know, having the YouTube as well as the other ones, which is the four, that I, the main ones that I, that I mentioned, your, your Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, because you want to have all of those because there are some people that don't do anything with Twitter, but they swear by Instagram. There are people that swear by uh, Facebook that they don't touch Instagram or Twitter. And then there's people that like Instagram that don't like either of the other ones or vice versa. They There's people that swear by some and don't do the other ones, you know, and to have that visibility on each one of those platforms you don't leave those people out. You're, you're kind of touching everybody that you need to. And so I'm a firm believer that those four platforms are the ones that I need. And, and there's other platforms out there. There's TikTok now and you got the Snapchat, of course. But, you know, unless you have the manpower to run them all and uh, manage them all, you know, you can start with the basic ones, the, the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and then grow into having a YouTube and grow into having a TikTok, you know, once you get the people to do it, uh, which makes it even better. But you know, you just reach more people and you can touch those people in a different way. And, and, and you know, one of one of the stats that I heard before was that um, you have to a person has to see um, what you're marketing seven to nine times before they buy into what you're talking about. And so to have one social media platform, it just doesn't do it by itself. You know, it, it, it you need more. You need people to see it more. Uh People need to see what you're advertising, your next home game, or you're you're doing a fundraiser or you're raising money by selling old jerseys or, um, you know, you're having a, a season kickoff. You having midnight madness, whatever you might be um, advertising through your program, you know, people need to see it. And so you have your you know, we'll try to count them out. Let's go your Facebook one, Twitter two, Instagram three, YouTube four. Um, school website five that's five now uh the 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 local news is six the newspaper that's seven um um eight 
might be a billboard. Uh, nine might be a local radio station. So you want to make sure you're hitting all of those, especially your social media. But you want to hit more than just your social media to get something out there because people need to see it. And the more they see it, the more that they're going to buy into it because their eyes are seeing it is registering in their brain is staying there because they keep seeing it. And that's all a part of marketing your, your brand of your, your program. And so um, let's talk about as we close this thing here in a second, uh, we want to talk about a few other things too, because, <clears throat> you know, with this recruiting part of things, you know, recruiting is huge and, you know, you definitely want to have a major presence on social media when it comes to recruiting. And, and, and one of the reasons is because the recruits are on there. They're on social media. Um, you know, I can't turn I can't open up my Twitter without seeing a recruit posting their video or or or, or saying, you know, hey, um, I've just committed or, you know, it's, it's recruit driven. And so they're on social media. And so for a coach and a team to be able to win on social media, um, you definitely have to be present, first of all. Secondly, you have to promote your program on there. So like even right now, uh, everybody's home. Like it's a perfect opportunity for schools to promote their program. So do a do a video of your arena, do a, a nice picture collage of your arena in the and in, in the weight room or whatever the sweetest part of your facility is. So recruits can see that uh, and post it, you know, um, also, you want to um, put some of your workouts on there and just different things like that so people can see um, you want to highlight your program. Um, you want to highlight maybe some of the uh, things that your coaches have done in the past, like maybe your coach played in the NBA or WNBA. Highlight those things. You know, maybe your coach is a Hall of Famer from that your school. Highlight it. Put it up there so, you know, recruits can see like, OK, man, this is awesome. Like they played there. They were they were a Hall of Famer and now they're coaching like, man, they're bought in. I, I want to go visit there. You know, you want to definitely highlight those things. But also um, and this is what I want to really talk about is because. In, in, in putting things out there for recruits and, and just making your your social media platforms really sweet. You have to take the time to put into it. You have to study. You have to visit the sites of those other programs that uh, are doing what you want to do well. They, they're doing what you do. You want to do, but they're doing it on another level. And so I've spent a lot of time in my life um, really studying other programs and what they do. Um, this dates back even when I had my pro basketball team. You, you just have to put the time in to study what the people that are doing, what you want to do on another level. So one of the best teams in the NBA uh, in terms of how they run their game day operations, um, at least when I went, was the Cleveland Cavaliers. And this was when LeBron was playing. And so I had my pro team. So I would take trips up to, uh, uh, the, at the time it was the Q, Quicken Loans Arena, and I would pay, I would, I would get a ticket, go in. I didn't, I barely watched the game, but I would walk around and, and just look at what they were doing. I would look at their concession stands and I would look at their, 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 their team shop. And then I would look at how they're doing parking and how they're doing 50, 50 and who's performing at halftime and 
I will watch the dance team when they performed. The, the, they had a dance team called the, um, the um, man, I'm trying to think of the name of the team, but um, I, I'll think about it in a minute. But they had a really the hip hop dance team called the Scream Team. That was the name of it, the Scream Team. And the Scream Team performed at the end of the third quarter. Hip hop dance team, males and females, they're doing flips all over the court, all kinds of stuff. You know, I would just watch stuff like that, and that's the kind of stuff that I I wanted to do at my games as a as a, as a pro team owner. But I just watched what they did, and they ran a well oiled machine. I mean, my gosh, it was well ran in in in, in many facets. You know how sharp their ushers were standing in at the doorways. I mean, it was just. I watched every little thing. And so I learned from a lot of it. I used some of it. Some of it helped me to become creative and do what, do what I wanted to do because I came up with some things and some of it I didn't use, you know, but talking with, talking about social media, when I was running and managing the social medias for my college teams, I started trying to find other college teams that I could follow and learn what they were doing. So one of my favorite teams to watch was Ohio State football. I mean, the type of content that they were putting up and how they released their um, their their recruits that signed for them. I mean, they were sweet, moving video graphics that, you know, I didn't see anybody in the country doing stuff like they were doing. And you come to find out they 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 take it very serious there uh, with the online content. Um, another um, program that I watched was Duke and Duke Duke men's and women's basketball. They do some phenomenal things on social media. And um, I seen somebody the other day that was watching um, my live. They said, you know, sometimes it's hard to the creativity, the content is hard. Well, it was hard for me, but I had to go and see what the other people in the industry were doing and find out who was the best at doing it. And then I just, I didn't copy everything, but I got ideas and I'm like, okay, they're doing this kind of stuff. When recruiting comes they're they're doing this kind of stuff when they celebrate alums or when people get drafted, they're doing this kind of stuff. And I had to learn what they were doing when they were doing it and why they were doing it. And at times, you know, it's okay to reach out to people because sometimes People will answer you. They, they'll answer you and say, hey, I'll talk to you. And so I've been able to rub elbows with some of those people and, and just learn certain things and learn why they do them and, and how to become more efficient at doing it myself. And so literally I was able to take a, you know, the, uh, a Division two school that didn't even have women's basketball on Twitter or um, Instagram. And I, I actually started the started the social media for them and grew it and there was some phenomenal things that came out of it and so um you just have to take the time to study um you know find the programs that are doing great things on social media and learn from them so that as you do social media you can know what to post how to post when to post um how to design things to post um it's some amazing stuff so um you know and once you do that and get that thing going you know, it will be a key for you in terms of um, drawing crowds to your games. Um, I used to uh, do a Twitter party. So anytime we had a home game and my athletic department would produce a a home game flyer for the next day, I would get my little street team of people and say, hey, we need 100 retweets of this flyer 
And so I would send them out and say, hey, go get some retweets, retweet this. And, you know, we would put something out there like, hey, meet us here, meet us here early, come early um, and fill the gym, you know, and and we would have crowds come to the games and uh, it, it built on the excitement. Um, but we were using Twitter because on that particular campus I was at, um, at the D2 level, Twitter was the thing. And so you actually have to know, you know, what the culture is where you are. It, it, it sounds like a lot, but. When you see the benefits of it, like you got a, a full crowd or, you know, people are replying and people are retweeting it and they're getting excited for the game. And we say wear white and everybody comes in white or, you know, something like that. That's when that's when it starts to pay off. And, and now all of that social media work and all of that type of buzz that's generated from that now can actually spill over because that momentum from a crowd at a home game can help you win games. And so it's all tied in, you know, when you win at social media, it's part of a uh, a topic that I talked about a long time ago, um, winning outside of X's and O's. Now it begins to spill over into those kind of things because now you're winning on social media and and, and now it becomes a, a fun thing for you, such as with myself. Um, you know, when I got my D1 job, I was over social media and I went down the conference and I wanted to know who had the most followers and whoever had the most followers, I wanted to beat them out. And because here's the thing, recruits look at that kind of stuff <laughs> and, you know, it may seem like, man, you know, now it's come to that, you know, but it's just how it is. And so if you're looking more attractive, if if you're running your social media, if you have more followers and your content is great, you're showcasing what you're doing in a better way, it's going to give you a better opportunity to get the best recruits. You know, it's just the way it is. And, and, and I've used this over and over and I've seen how it has benefited me. Um, because of the, the reply that you do get from recruits and, and you get recruits that say, man, I really love that video you guys posted or, you know, just different things like that. You can have those different markers that when you hear them, you know that what you're doing is affecting and is effective. And so, Man, social media is just one of those things for me that, like I say, it's free marketing. <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 very it's one of those very easy things to uh, get started. You know, <laughs> log in, password, and and then there you go. You're you know, it takes five minutes to get started on a social media page, but now the real work starts because now you have to build that page and you have to build that culture and you have to build that following, but you can literally use it in so many ways to touch so many parts of your program. I'll give you another example. When I was building an alumni database for both of my schools, actually, that I've coached at, um, a large part of me contacting different people, old players, alums, different people that were a part of the program, coaches that had been in the Hall of Fame or whatnot, I use social media to find them, to to reach out to them on the inbox and, and introduce myself to them as, you know, a, a current coach at the school they've 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 played at. And so I was able to connect with a lot of people on there. And by, you know, by that being able to 
get information, their phone number, their address, their email, and now start that connection. Whereas there was no other way to get a hold of some people because, you know, there were some people that the school didn't have any information for. Um, there were some people that uh, the, at the, the alumni office on campus didn't have any information for. And so social media is a, a, a really amazing key because, you know, you can get a hold of people that are on there that may not be in none of your databases on campus for alums, you know? So I had to do that for a number of people. And what I did was I went back through old media guides and I've tried to find every person that played for every roster for every year as far back as I could. And then I started the process of going back through there and looking people up until I could find them. And then some people I couldn't find, but once I found one of their teammates, that teammate had everybody's number, you know? So I used social media to find them out. And then I followed them on social media. And now everything that we posted, um, games, game scores, I would see those alums commenting and liking those things. And then I even seen alums start to connect with some of my current players. And, and so now, um, there's a natural big sister or big brother relationship that starts to be formed. And, you know, from there, I was able to get some alums, you know, come back to campus and, and, and come in the locker room after a game and say a few words. Like there's so many things that can happen, um, just through social media. And so if you use it for your program, it, it will work for you. I've had so many successes, um, just using it. And then, you know, just being able to also for those people that can't get to campus, or if you have players that have families that are across the country and they can't get to games, you know, social media is a way that you can post behind the scenes of practice of games, you know, things that aren't seen on TV, like the players grid and walk out the locker room and run out the tunnel. Sometimes, Families don't see that on TV or fans that are not near campus to come to a game that are all over the world. They can't see that on TV. All they see on TV is the commercial and then back to the game, you know, so, you know, they can't see all of that. But if you create that type of uh, access on your social media where you take behind the scenes pictures and pictures of you guys going on a team outing or or community service or things like that, and you post it, it gives everybody an opportunity to touch your program um, and, and, and not have to be there at a game or visit campus to see you, you know? Um, so that's just an amazing thing about social media that I love just posting things because I know that there's people that can't make it that would like to make it and they just can't be there. And uh, it's just an amazing way to include everyone um, in your program and, and even marketing wise, you know, supporters that may want to support what you're doing and they don't know how to support, but they can reach out to you on social media. They can see what you're doing. Um, social media should be just an extension of what you're doing so that other people that can't be where you are can see what you're doing in a nutshell. That's really what it is. So I really hope this has helped. Um, you know, I, I talked a lot around a whole lot of different items, but it's just one of those things I enjoy. And so when I get to going, it's just amazing. But if you're a coach out there and, um, you want to know more about social media or you need help, um, setting up your social media or, 
I just got some questions about social media that maybe I didn't cover or maybe some that I covered. Um, you got further questions about, please uh, email me. You can email me at Lewis Shine, um, Lewis Shine at hotmail.com. Um, you can also um, visit me on our social media sites at interview you pod. That's at interview you pod. And you can inbox me or you can inbox me at Lewis Shine on any social media platform. And I'll be glad to answer your questions. And if you need further help, in terms of just working with you to set your social media up, um, some graphic work, video work, um, even um, manage someone to manage your social media. Reach out to me and I'll let you know some more information about how we can connect on that. Um, but man, social media is such an amazing thing. And um, I'm just glad to be able to talk about it a little bit. Um, like I say, within a podcast session, it is so much to try to cover. So I'm just hoping that you guys were able to pick some bits and pieces out of what I was talking about that you could just pull and, and just begin to uh, implement it in what you're doing as far as your social media as a coach and as a team just to help you get better. So I hope this thing helps you um, in what you're doing. Um, and so I'm I'm just, you know, I'm, I appreciate being able to talk about this stuff because I know it helps people and it helps, you know, coaches because I've been there. I've, I've, I've been a part of being over social media for my pro team, for, um, you know, my college teams that I was uh, coaching for. And it's a great thing. And it can really be something that can really help you and propel you past um, a level of not having it. But now that you do have it, it could take you into a different place that will help you out tremendously. So, um, thank you guys so much for listening in. And like I mentioned before, um, make sure you visit, um, Dr. Dish, um, their website, drdishbasketball.com and their social media, um, at Dr. Dish B-Ball. There's some great resources that they offer there. Um, not only do they have their shooting machines that you can check out, um, and, and find the one that's best for you and your program, but they also have a number of additional resources, um, that you can also, um, take advantage of as far as workouts with their machines, um, as far as just tips and strategies and, and just different, uh, bullet point posts that they do on social media just to help, um, the basketball consumer, the player and the coach. And so take advantage by checking Dr. Dish out at their website as well as on social media. But until next time, guys, thank you guys for tuning in to interview you. We'll see you on the next episode. <laughs>